Are you ready to start living and creating your life from possibility, joy, and ease? What if every day could be a miraculous adventure? Welcome to Creating Beyond Reality Radio. Join us for a dynamic conversation of creation and possibility. Now, here is our host, creatress of magnitude, Heather Nichols. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. I'm so happy to be here today live. Um, we, I'm, we're doing a really fun, really different show today. Um, I'm super excited to see where we go. We're going to be talking about cr- using debt to create wealth, which is like a what? Um, <laughs> and we have with us here today, Joe Robinson. Um, Hello. Who, hi, Joe. Hello. I was going to give you. I was going to give you um, a, a little intro. Um, cool. And I don't. Oh, here I was just looking for your bio. <laughs> so Joe is a former London hedge fund trader. Um, became a millionaire in his twenties by creating tens of millions of dollars for clients by following his awareness with the stock market and getting a cut of the profits. Um, he's managed over $300 million, and he has an awareness of numbers and money that is not exactly normal, which is why he's on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, and actually, um, I, I've been in some, some access consciousness classes with Joe. Um, just a super delightful, easy, easygoing, wonderful guy, Thank dad, you. family guy, um, so down to earth, and... Um, I was. I just wrote a post that Joe had been has been described by Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, as an a savant with money, an idiot savant with money, and <laughs> a legend in his and a legend in his own lunchbox, as my wife says. A legend in his own <laughs> lunchbox. I like it. <laughs> so, how much fun can we have? Um, thanks Great. for being here, Joe. My pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, yeah. just to start off with, I mean. Ah, definitions, you know, I hate definitions. And, and when Heather <laughs> r- gives that rundown of me, it's not, you know, let me add a few other few other things to that. You know, made a lot of money, lost a lot of money like everyone, especially in 2008, and then readjusted, readjusted really away from the life of hedge funds and all about money and really started to look about what, what it is I want, who I am, uh, you know, having children. Now I, now I work from home. You know, I'm sitting here and, and, and just following my awareness. So one thing I want to like start off with today, which is probably a bit strange, is I was really nervous about doing this interview and I was talking to Heather about the internet and all this and what it was working. And this morning I woke up about an hour and a half earlier and the internet wasn't working, uh, which is really bizarre. So I took that as a sign from whatever, from the earth, say, listen, Joe, get out of the house. Don't wake the kids up. Get in your car, go to where you normally go. And I'm sitting here, just so you know, I'm sitting here by the surf in Australia. And, um. and the stars, is, uh, and you know, I don't have an internet. I'm paying for like, Wi-Fi or whatever. And, and it's all working fine. I'm sitting under the stars and there's a, a shooting star just went past. And oh. I'm by the surf. And what I realized is, for me, money and sort of the earth are actually not mutually exclusive the earth wants you to be abundant. It wants you to have money. You know, the history of money is only about 120 years old. In the, yeah. in, in the scope of mankind is nothing. Mm-hmm. And, it, and 
the earth wants you to have money, wants you to be abundant, wants you to have choices. And with money, you know, you can create choices, you, a lot more choices you can have without them not having money. Anyway, I just wanted to draw that attention. And, um, and also, like, the definitions, the way that we define people. I was thinking, I'm going to have to define myself as a success to get people's ears to prick up on this. And I did make a lot of money very early. And, and for me, um, I was a poster child. Well, I was actually a very naughty child initially. Uh, <laughs> as Heather can probably, probably, probably um, knows with her sons. But, you know, not bad, just naughty. And I got in a lot of trouble at school. And I was defined as a person that was going to go to Borstal and then go to prison. And I, yeah. I saw my mum coming to school to go and see the head, 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 headmaster. And I thought, you know, I saw her walking down. I thought, I, I can't do this to mum anymore. You know, I'm going to have to behave myself. And I behaved myself. And I played the system. I played the school. Um, I did all correct. Ticked all the boxes. Became a hedge fund manager. God knows what that is at a, a really young age. And made a lot of money. And it ended up being, once I'd made all this money the questions I had are like, what are we going to do with it? Who am I now? And no one had any answers. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, in fact, I started to sort of have a hatred for money once I'd made it because I'd bought the cars, I'd bought the house. All my mates would do on a weekend was drink and, and, and I was bored, lonely yeah. and bored. Yeah. And I really started to ask, what is, what is this all about? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> rambling here, but. No, this where, is so brilliant. You know, and, and, you know, what was it all about? Had millions, but it had nothing. Yeah. Um, had had focused on everyone else's desires of me. I didn't know who I was because I was a product of what other people's points of view of me. Yeah. Um, I, I then had money and had cars. I had even more judgment thrown at me um, because they, you know, I don't know what they thought, but more points of view flying at me. And what I what happened with me is I started to look at what what i really enjoyed and i really missed nature i really missed walking i was brought up in scotland i really missed having the freedom to just walk in nature and um when all my other friends were going to barbados and um all these uh, drink as much as you want places five-star places which uh, <laughs> I, I i'm not a big fan of yeah i was actually in 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 looking for other things and i was going to i actually found a place in california where they do vision fasts and mm. that was where my life started to change and which where mm. I started to, to, to sit in to find out who I was and what I enjoyed. But mm. anyway, that's that. I just wanted to erode the definitions of who I am. And um, I, I actually it. want to give you on this call um, some real tools um, to get you started in terms of money, as long as everyone else promises that they'll work on themselves in the meantime, Heather. <laughs> oh my God, you are so amazing. I am. So, yeah. I love this. And I'm chuckling here because when I invited Joe to be on the show, um, he's like, well, I mean, are you going to ask the questions? Like, what are we going to talk about? Like, are you going to let me know what you want me to talk about? I'm like, no, yeah. I'm a, I know. No, but it's so awesome. And I was like, oh, yeah. don't worry about it. Don't be nervous. I'm a great interviewer, you know. <laughs> but, and now I'm sitting here going, bring it. Bring yeah. it. <laughs> so well, you know what? It. So with, see, with the what I've learned, my experience in finance, where they call it, you know, they call it high finance and all these bullshit definitions. But, um, you know, what I see is... I quite often see men or people who have spent their whole life 
you know, in a, in a really um, working really hard, uh, you know, saving, um, paying off their mortgages. And then all of a sudden, you know, and then this beautiful financial situation. And then they think, oh, I'm going to play the stock market. And they say they have a million dollars and they go and put a million dollars in one stock from a tip from someone they don't even know. <laughs> they lose it all. Yeah. And then they go and commit suicide because they feel I've got nothing left. And you know what? If I can just save one person from doing that, because there are so many rules that they are breaking in terms of uh, the way we sh- in 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 in, the, in doing that, and, uh, and and there's so much in that. And if it's it's a story that you actually, if you Google it on the internet, happens more than you would expect. Yeah. Um, and um, you know, with my experience. Um, you just you would never put your money in one stock you'd always mm-hmm. diversify you'd always have at least you know if you loved a stock you'd put 10 percent in yeah. um you know and then you'd have you'd have to find nine other names that you liked as well so if that stock was to blow up you'd only lose 10 percent of your wealth yeah you'd also find stocks that you didn't like because you can short stocks you can sell stocks you can short stocks and they go down and you make money uh, so there's all this like um area of finance that people uh, you know they don't educate yourself and it's like finance can be so dangerous as well so it's like you're competing with people that have got you know phds and you wouldn't go into a surgery and take the knife off the scalpel off the surgeon and say let me finish this for you mm-hmm. and it's the way that people kind of behave with their finance they've got this mm-hmm. sort of innate they want to join the club they want to be they want they think that the tips valid and they go and take crazy risk that anyone in finance would never take yeah so yeah so that was Mm. one of the if i can help people educate themselves in finance i'm a happy man yeah oh that's so cool well and you know i mean the you're you're just the gift that of you i mean there's you know the gift of you is the gift that you be um, and one of the things that you bring to this conversation which is why i wanted to have you one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on the show um, is this piece of ha- like really using your awareness, you know, yeah. and you've, you've been through, you know, you've done the whole thing, the hedge fund thing and the, you know, like this reality's version of wealth. And, you know, I would say like a lot of what you're talking about is actually this sort of like this cultivation and nurturing of the wealth of our being and the wealth of yeah. our whole life, you know, yeah. Um and bringing awareness to money and to investment and to wealth creation is such a, um, it's a fruitful uh, choice in a way. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a, and a very different choice and a very dynamic choice because we're not taught to, to know what we know and know that we know. Um, so talk about that. Like, what's that been like for you? Well, we're taught about, we're taught to do, in this reality, you're told to go to university, go to school, be a good boy, do this, do that. And you know what? And it's like, most of the people who tell you to do that haven't got to the end. They haven't got to the point where they've got the money and asked the real questions. So I got to the point really quick, really early on in my life where I had the money and I realized that none of them had the answers. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, the answers I were getting were quite shocking. Make more money. Take these drugs. Mm-hmm. go to this strip bar, mm-hmm. uh, drink this, go to this hotel. I'm like, well, that doesn't make, this makes things worse. And also, you know, the amount, the amount of friends I've seen 
through money, you know, become alcoholics, uh, mm-hmm. die from drugs, you know. Yeah. I'm happy to talk about it because in finance, it's like, it's like... I was, it's like, I was thinking about why the people I used to work with made money and it was like, kind of like, so they could hide under this umbrella Mm. and do all the, uh, do all the dark things in this world. But because they had money, it would cover them up. Mm. So it was if like, you know, someone, they'd all be doing drugs and then one guy would fall off the wagon and he was ousted from the community and never got a job again. You know, it's like, it's, it's insidious. It was insidious. So for me, it's like, you've got to really start money can i think everyone should have money and if they educate yourself themselves with it they there's no reason why they can't but there's also you've got to be working on yourself realizing yeah. what it is you want maybe you don't want money maybe you're really happy just to live outside you know or, or, but if you're not working on that at the same time you, you're going to end up like i was at, yeah. with a kind of like poison chalice when no one has any answers mm-hmm. so um, um, what i am um, so what I did a lot of, um, I did some uh, sessions with people recently and um, what came up a lot was actually credit cards. Mm. So I wanted to talk about giving yeah. people some tools awesome. to deal with credit cards. And you know what, this, the point, I might be, they might be like, Joe, you're just missing the point. Of course, we know that. But I've got some tools with credit cards to get credit cards working for you and to also work out with a credit card Normally, you're losing money, but someone else is making money. So if you can learn what that other person is doing and mm. turn it around, mm. you can then start making money, right? Brilliant. So should we, do you want to talk about that? Dive in. Dive yeah. in. So, so first thing about credit cards um, is I found that a lot of people have a lot of shame about having credit cards. You know, like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, oh, it's like the black dark secret. And so mm-hmm. first of all, that shame in access consciousness is what they call a distractor implant Mm -hmm. and that distracts you from taking action that's all distractor implants or blame shame guilt regret they 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 make you stop taking action so i had a lot of guilt about my ex-girlfriends which stopped me getting a new girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) you see that's so i mean so shame all, all that shame that's associated with the credit cards can we please try and get rid of that so that we start off and turn it around and put that shame on the credit card companies and start that shame, use that shame for us to take action and start making money for ourselves. Oh, my God. Be a good idea? Um, yes, let's destroy it and create that <laughs> times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all my shorts with me on. <laughs> and turn that shame on those credit card companies who should have the shame to to make us start making some money. Everything yeah. Everything that is, Yeah. Yeah. Right, wrong, okay. that online podcast shirts with us. And if you don't know what I'm just saying, um, it's the access consciousness clearing statement. You don't have to know what it is. It just kind of works. It's weird. It's wacky. It's wild. Um, you can find out what it is at theclearingstatement.com, but it's basically just a short, a shortened version of a lot of clearings that delete the unconscious stuff that keeps all this stuff in place. So yeah. So I mean. <laughs> With a credit card, let's say, and most people, you know, I don't have a problem. Most people think they've got a couple of grand credit cards. They normally actually, humans, humans are a bit crazy. So they tend to not borrow, you know, they tend to push things. Well, I do anyway. So if I had a credit card, I wouldn't have $1,000 in it. I'd have probably ten or $20,000 in it. So everyone that's out there who's got $20,000 in a credit card, I'd have a problem with you. That's fine. You're just human. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 
with $20,000 on a credit card, I don't know if you know, but um, if you have 7%, which is actually a very small rate, if you have 7% interest on your credit card, you probably think, that's pretty cool, I'm going to pay that off, okay? So let me tell you something, with 7%, that $20,000 credit card will turn into $40,000 in 10 years, okay? Mm. Now, with that's if it's actually very unlikely that a credit card company is going to charge you seven percent yeah but what they they're probably going to charge you 15 percent, if not more and mm-hmm. uh, so with 15 percent, that uh nominal value of credit cards say twenty thousand dollars will go up four times so mm-hmm. in 10 years you're going to owe eighty thousand dollars okay when you think the average person makes thirty five thousand dollars and nets twenty thousand you ain't going to ever pay that off ever mm-hmm. And you know what? And that's how compounding works. Wouldn't it be better to be the other side and have an investment which is doubling every 10 years or quadrupling every 10 years and have that on the other side? <laughs> so, so first of all, so these credit card companies are making so much money out of you. It is criminal. And um, what they tend to do is someone who's got a bad credit card history and a lot of shame <laughs> they, they 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 like you to be that way they like you to be keeping this undercover not paying it off paying off the minimum amount because so they'll so they'll they'll make you pay off your seven percent but then they'll keep the other seven percent themselves and make still make the the credit double and and so what they do what credit cards companies do they actually give you a so they like people who are ill-disciplined and have a lot of debt so they'll actually pay for you to move to them. So let's say one bank is, says, ah, oh, this guy's a really, really bad investor. He's re- he really bad with his credit cards. They'll <laughs> say, I'll, I'll take this person and what I'll do is I'll give them 0% interest for the first 12 months or the first 24 months sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, because I know they're going to just rack up more debt and then after the after the year, two years, um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double and you know, start charging them more interest. So what you do with your credits is probably really simple. And you just go, oh, okay. But it's actually really simple, but it works. So what you do is you take all your credit card balances. You go and find other credit card providers who are going to give you a holiday period, which is like a year or two years. You transfer all your credit cards to these people who give you a holiday. And then <laughs> within that year, those two years, you don't add to the credit card and you pay off the credit card. And what you're doing is you're not paying off the interest where you're stuck in that, that you know, Mobius strip of never paying it off. You're actually paying off that 20000 So every month mm-hmm. you pay off $500, your um, credit card is going down to nineteen five. It's not getting bigger. And you'll pay it off. And mm-hmm. you'll also get into a place of being disciplined, of paying it off. Yeah. And then so once the credit cards roll off, keep going and then you'll actually start stacking up cash you can invest in so mm. i'm talking a lot here heather no i love it I, no yeah. this is so great it's so yeah. practical it's awesome and yeah. and the thing is, is you know if you're in the habit of 500 dollars a month you know yeah um then yeah just once it gets down to zero keep keep using that for something else and um, I know one of the things we talk about we have this whole section in the foundation class in access consciousness around financial awareness and that's one of this is one of the things we talk about which is if you do have debt or past expenditures which is sometimes a little easier on the uh you know like the psyche yeah, <laughs> debt, yeah, yeah. debt sounds like dead um oh i want to so talk you, about that sorry yeah. yeah cool um but um 
but uh, to, to, you know, to take it like, and this is such a brilliant way to, you know, if you have, if you can get 0% and just pay off your balance, um, but to divide the amount that you owe by 12 and ask to start creating the amount of money that, that, that would cover that. So if it's $20,000 divided by 12, you know, it's just under $2,000 a month, ask to start creating that. And, and look at where you can start creating that and choose to start creating that. And there's a million other tools that are in a lot of my other radio shows and we could talk about here too, but um, to actually start creating the money to pay it off as well. Um, and if it's more than $40,000, do it over two years, you know, so don't, don't set a, a goal or a target for yourself. That's insane, you know, that yeah. you're not going to be able to create, but um well, you're edu- you can yeah. so you can so your your credit these credit card companies will buy you for free for twelve months. Once you've <laughs> once you've been with them for twelve months and then they jack up the interest rate, go back to your other credit card people. They'll they'll buy you back for free as well for twelve months. That's so funny. <laughs> Play the system. Buy you for free. Yeah, but it. but but the definitions. You know, I want to talk about definitions. You know, isn't it funny when isn't it funny that um, when the average man or woman in the street has a credit card, it's debt. But when you're a finance and you're the other side, it's a bond. Mm-hmm. You know, all these definitions that, and, and a mortgage. Why mm-hmm. is it a mortgage? You know, but, but the people who sell the mortgages, they're, they're AAA, MBS, stripped out, all these sexy names. Because it's, it, it's all designed to give you the shame so you don't take any action and mm-hmm. don't move on through it. And, and once, you know, so, yeah, any anyway, definition. So... Uh, that's that's what I would do with credit cards, and then what you do is you're flipping it. You also once you f- you also start to look at you know that I talked about that seven percent per annum for things to double. Mm-hmm. If you can, then you just need to start looking at the way that we work in finance. So the way that I, when I was a trader, we had all this cash from the investors, but my boss he didn't give me the cash. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He, you know, these people in finance are quite interesting. So he had all this money from investors. You know, probably half a billion. But he went out and got it. He lent it to me. So he said, "Look, Joe, you can have this money to trade." But he charged me for the money. He charged me interest on my trading. So if I borrowed ten million, two hundred million, I'd be paying LIBOR, which is the interbank rate, on the on the money that I borrowed from him. So what I did, what we do in finance is. So we go to look for any investment that's risk-free, that's over and above uh, the the LIBOR rate, the set, you know, the money that you're borrowing money. So if you have um, if you have cash yourself, which you, that's fine. You, you're not charging yourself interest, but you look for anything that's going to give you interest over the LIBOR. So if you're making seven percent, then you're going to double double your money over over um, ten years. So mm-hmm. we'll just hunt for investments that yielded over libel so that's what most people do in their lives you know most people uh they have two investments in their life normally they buy a car which is a lousy investment mm-hmm. which is like a credit card and the second one which is a, a house and most people mm-hmm. make their money from houses mm-hmm. so what they're actually doing is the house is going up in value normally houses go up actually about seven percent above inflation so most people they borrow this massive amount of money which they pay probably about five percent on and they're making 7%, so they're making 2%, and that's the investment that most people have during their life, and mm-hmm. that's how most people, you know, if you look at most people's lives, they mainly make money from houses, so they're mm-hmm. making 2% above LIBOR, 
Mm. That's the way I just want people to start getting out the credit card uh, way of thinking and start to be hunters. Start hunting for investments once you've got your cash. Looking for you only need to make you don't need to make twenty percent. But cocktail talk of making a thousand percent, you only need to make seven percent, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, and if it's risk free, then you'll start making money. Mm. Makes so sense, cool. That's <laughs> awesome. It's brilliant. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, and um, and I we have about four minutes until our cool. break, but I wanna um, I wanna also just I mean this is yeah I wanna bring in this piece of like. Because I think this is such a, it's such an area of, like, there's a, there's sort of like the people that do the finance and they do, you know, they're in this world that you came yeah. from, you know, and they know all about money and they have all these, all this information and information is really important and valuable to have when it comes to anything. I mean, information actually gives you greater awareness. Now, some people stop with the information and it's just information and then they go on information. They don't bring in this piece of awareness, you know? Yeah. And then there's people that a lot of people that probably listen to this show that do access consciousness. They're, they're more interested in the awareness. They may not have as much yeah. information, which is, I'm so grateful that you're bringing so much information. Yeah. Um, but both are really valuable, and sure. and it is about like this, like having the information. You don't have to believe it. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to, you know. But you, but the more information you have, you can actually be asking more questions, different questions, yeah. greater yeah. questions, and getting to greater awareness of what's actually going to work for you. And there's something so magical about that like that to me it feels like this sort of like oh my gosh like the fact that we get to have these tools for the creation of wealth and investments is it's like amazing you know because we have this whole other advantage um and now i've just kind of rambled so maybe we'll pause there leave everybody sitting on the edge of their seat um (laughs) and come back and talk more about that (laughs) Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, we'll be back, everybody, in in, um, just a minute or two for more. All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Hi, this is Dr. Dane here. Have you felt different your whole life? A dreamer? A seeker? An outsider? 
always wrong no matter how hard you try? What if there's a completely different way of functioning in this reality? What if you, truly being you, could change everything and the world? If you'd like to find out, go to beingyouclass.com. Twelve years ago, I was on the verge of suicide, and I came into contact with some amazing tools that changed everything for me. Today, I live a life I couldn't even imagine possible at that time. I have the honor of traveling around the world facilitating thousands of people on how to change their lives with these very tools. I'd like to share some of them with you. Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for my free video series. My gift to you. What if the tools to change everything are available now? Are you ready to explore these tools in this energy live? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com. You know if this is for you. You always do. Have you always wondered what it would be like to have more fun, ease, joy, and success in your business? What if your business could be more fresh, vibrant, and thriving every day? Heather Nichols' Generative Business Pods program is a six-month business creation intensive of embodying question, choice, possibility, and contribution as the main elements for creating a dynamically different and wildly successful business. What if exponential growth in your business and income could come from being more of you? Find out more at heathernichols.com forward slash business pods. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are listening to Creating Beyond Reality with Heather Nichols. If you have a question or comment about our program, please send an email to heather at heathernichols.com. That's heather at heathernichols.com. Now, back to Creating Beyond Reality. Welcome back, everybody. This is Heather Nichols, and we're here this week with Joe Robinson talking, having a brilliant conversation about money and investment and creating wealth from debt and all kinds of other things. Um, I am so grateful. This is so fun. Um, And we just, where we left off before the break was... uh, talking about this whole piece of, you know, information being super, super valuable and awareness. And what is it to actually bring awareness to money, to wealth creation, to changing, you know, going from debt to wealth, to investments, those kinds of things. And, um, you know, it's really not, I mean, you know, I I get like you painted such a picture, Joe, of the world that you were in before and there isn't awareness is not a conversation in that world um Um, and and so to take the leap i'd love to actually hear you i mean it sounds like you really you always had this awareness of what else is possible what else is possible um to really take the leap into functioning and and including like functioning from awareness and including what you know in your money world um, talk about that. Yeah, well, um, told, um, so a lot of people have watched this movie called The Wolf of Wall Street. Mm. And uh, I don't know if you've watched it, but when I, I watch it, I watch it, I just feel physically sick. Mm. And and um, there's a scene in The Wolf of Wall Street in particular that gets me. It's where they shave this lady's hair off for a joke. And it just, and if I can explain, you know, this whole, this money world, but it was this awareness in me, in the pit of my stomach that I didn't like who I was there. I didn't like the people I was associating with. I didn't like the way, and you know what? 
I don't want to black mark all people in finance, but I just, well, from what I saw, it's, it, I didn't, there has to be a different way of, there had to be a different way of living and there had to be a different way of functioning. And I loved, I love speculating. I love trading the stock market. It's like, I'm, I suppose a lot of people say I'm addicted to it, but I, I trade, I'm thinking about trading the stock market 24 hours a day. I don't stop. I just love it. I love it's it. like creating, creating money from nothing. But I now trade from a car by by the surf and I surf when I want to I don't have anything to do with that environment so I followed my awareness to go what else is possible here I love trading but I don't love this Wolf of Wall Street stuff how can mm -hmm. I change it and there's a tool in access and, and so there's two tools the first thing is like I was taught to to uh, to not I always used to push things when I was in finance and like go against the grain and you know what what I found is that always ended up like they always won. It always didn't end up in what I need, what I what I expected. So I always like take the least, um, take the easiest way out. So if something feels really heavy, just don't fight it. Just go, just let it fizzle out and go with what feels light. So there's a tool in Access Consciousness they they use saying whatever feels light is true and whatever feels heavy is. Um, is, is is incorrect right it's a lie it's a, a lie, lie. Yeah. yeah thank you yes yeah, so, yeah. i mean and for me like gary douglas they ask him they say what is that what what do you mean by that he goes <laughs> i think he said when you got dirty underpants that's when it feels heavy <laughs> <laughs> that's hysterical but, but, but for me you know watching the wolf of wall street watching them shave that poor lady's head off for a bet and them all laughing that was that feels heavy for me so mm -hmm. I can these tools that I'm hopefully giving you for your finance are just to get you back on track so that you're yeah. not you've not got the the system against you you're starting to use the system for you and it works once yeah. you get the system working for you it works but then please then once you've started because once you start to get money what I found is you'll get all these other questions because you'll go oh I've solved the money issue because mm -hmm. there's always going to be someone who's got more money than you always going to be someone who's got a bigger house there's always going to be more money mm -hmm. uh but once you start to get that freedom, for me, it's all about freedom. You know, money was freedom. It got me, you know, as much as I hated the people in the system there, it got me out. You know, I was, you know, I've been free. I've not, I've not been working for someone from, apart from myself for the last 10 years. And most people think that's disgraceful, but I'm free. I can do what I want when I want. Yeah. And um, I don't have anyone telling me what to do. I can choose what I want. I can spend time with my kids. I spend so much time with my kids. You know, I can educate them. I, it, it, it's it's wonderful. So money is it gives you a lot of freedom, and freedom is like awareness of what who like these questions that no one teaches our kids nowadays. You know, yeah. the kids they go through school and they come out and they still like, who am I? Yeah. What am I doing? Yeah. Right, Heather, you have two young children at, at that age where they're probably just starting to question who they are, they've got all these awarenesses mm -hmm. and we're not taught to follow them. And that, yeah. for me, nature was the, nature was the balancing figure to it all because um, I can go on a lot about, but this vision fast that I did in the California desert changed my life. Mm -hmm. The people that I met there were just so unconditionally nice. <laughs> what we experienced in the desert was you know, so we spent four days, four nights in, in the in the uh, Inyo Mountains, in in between the Inyo and the um, I can't remember the other Sierras, mm -hmm. and um, 
that you probably know heather but those deserts are yeah. so big mm-hmm. so when you get there you're so insignificant <laughs> money yeah. is so insignificant everything yeah. is so insignificant that you just there is nothing else to and you're not eating yeah you just you just have water so you have nothing else to do but to question what it's all about yeah. and, and and to reconnect with your awareness and to reconnect with something that actually for me this earth that we something that we've this a lot of money has taken us away from is to connect to the earth so when you're in the desert the earth starts speaking to you again it's like a reconnection with your mother and she starts protecting you from the sun she starts giving you food she starts keeping you warm and it it's that to me was the balancing figure for everything in my life and now I have a lot healthier balance with money. So if I have a losing day now, I'm not so upset because I realize it's just money. It's just an option that I could maybe do something with if I made more. But then I have the balance of my family um, and my children and my wife and everything that's real yeah. <laughs> to me. You know, Heather. So I'm rambling here. So my I f- by following by following this the Wolf of Wall Street stuff, I would have just I would have been probably worth triple what I'm worth now in a, in a maybe a bigger house in London. But now I'm in Australia. I've got two beautiful kids. I don't think they would have come in if I hadn't followed my awareness and moved yeah. to Australia. Yeah. Um, I, you know, um, and for me, yeah. One thing I can say, so when I was in the midst of all this money and drugs and weirdness and, and solidity, the other thing that I reconnected to was my grandfather was a medium. I don't know what people know what that is. And he mm-hmm. used to, he used to heal people. He, you know, anyway, healing is the big word, but he used to always have people coming in and out of his front room and they would be doing sort of energy healing on them and everything. And, and I reconnected with that. And I, I joined the school of psychic studies. I, I've taught in terms of following my awareness. One of the weekends when I was so bored, I didn't know what to do. I had all these party cocktail parties to go to. I didn't want to go to, I walked past the School of Psychic Studies in London on an open day and I thought, oh, wow, I walked in there and I had a reading, which is where someone psychically reads you. So they they look at you and they don't talk to you and they pick up things about your life, which is quite amazing, and they try and help you. Um, And that's where I met my wife and that's how I had my children and that's how I found the vision fast and following my awareness of following my nose you know and without awareness money can give you a lot of choices but without as heather beautifully brought this conversation to is without awareness without following your awareness is what are you, you know, heather? yeah 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 so, so true yeah well and it's in, i love that you're bringing up this the whole piece about the wall street the wolf of wall street kind of culture and yeah because um, that's actually one of the things that I think really a lot of people who are interested in consciousness um, and choosing it, they resist money because they've identified money as being that. Like it means like yeah. if you have money, if you have wealth, you're that. You're doing yeah. the drugs. You're being unkind to people. You're evil. Yeah. You're... 
And so I, I'm so appreciating in this conversation that you're actually just like laying that, like those energies out there. Because yeah. it's what it's one of those things that so many of us avoid. And, but we avoid it, be, like we, like people avoid money to avoid that. Yes. And, you know, it's, yeah. it's become this. So everywhere that anybody listening has inextricably linked money and this, this the culture of evil and greed and unkindness. Yeah. Can we please destroy and create all of that? Yes, please. <laughs> right, wrong, good, right. bad, online, good bad. Short, Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. And I love hearing about your journey. I didn't really know this, you know, yeah. obviously it's I'm a learning a lot. <laughs> well, but it's brilliant because you, you know, you were like, you didn't renounce the money. You, re- you, you know, you chose something different for your life based on, well, like you chose to expand the wealth, the wealth of your life in all areas without yep. renouncing money. Well, y- yes and no. Mm. So I'll tell you a little secret now. So what's interesting is that I ended up with my money. I ended up actually in prison. So mm. um, I got, yeah. So I spent a couple of nights in prison, which was a real eye opener for me. So I had a real, so money, money, I I did all these things, made money, and it took me to prison. Mm. So um, wow, I was like, I hated money. I was like mm-hmm. this, I had, you know, there was two points of view that I learned from my, you know, it was money doesn't grow on trees and money is the root of all evil. Mm. Would we like to destroy and uncreate both of those? Yes. <laughs> right, wrong, good, bad, all name, quite sure it's boys and beyonds. <laughs> so I, I lived, you know, I, money was scary to me after that. And it was like, wow, what has this actually brought me? Wow. Mm. And it was not, and I kept, I kept my money. I kept it going, but I was really sort of, what I call zero sum games. So I was making it in here, losing it here, and I wasn't re- for about since 2008. I hadn't made a lot of money, and I lost a lot of money in 2008. Let me tell you, I'm not driving Porsches anymore. And um, <laughs> and it wasn't until I met Dane Air, who is a bloody angel, and I met him uh, through my wife got into access consciousness, and she said, you know, and I, you started to grow me, started growing. I listened, I heard, started hearing these tapes, and thought, oh, there's something to this. And I, I went to a taste of being, and it was only until Dane, who actually, you know what, it, just listen to me for friggin' ten minutes. You know, we're in this mm-hmm. world when everyone talks and no one fucking listens. Yeah. He just bloody listened to me for ten minutes, and he made yes. me realize a few things about money. And he realized, you know, he he said, you know, it wasn't Joe, it wasn't the money. Um, the money is your best friend. It was the choices you made. Well, I actually, he didn't say I led, he led me to it. It was like the choices I made with money. Mm-hmm. So once you, I can give you tools to make as much money as you like, but it's what you choose to do with it. Yeah. And, and if you don't, if you don't, the key is if you don't give back, if you don't give, if you don't, don't look at helping others, if you don't like mm-hmm. see anywhere in this world where you could give them a little bit of cash and it would change their reality, then you're going to lose it all because that's that's the real thing with money is like giving it or sharing it or having it. It's just that abundance. And if you if you don't if you can't see a little little hole where you can actually give someone twenty bucks, it's going to change their life. You know, mm-hmm. Tony Robbins goes on about it, doesn't he? How he um he had no money and he he gave that that kid the money to buy his mum the lunch and it changed his life. And you know mm. what it does, you know. Uh, mm. 
and it's changing those beliefs about money. You know, money is easy. Once you, once you do these, um, this reality techniques to make money and you've got it flowing in, you'll become very bored of money very quickly. And it's only until you start changing people's reality with it that you'll get some real warmness in your heart, you know? And so for me, like only recently since I met Dane, I've only been, uh, I met Dane, I don't know, I've only been in Axis a couple of years. I've really started to get a real zest for making money again because there's only so many cars you can buy. Right. Someone's always got a bigger house, haven't they? Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> and you start when you start giving it back and changing people's reality, oh, it's brilliant, you know. And what oh. can we change if we all made money? We all had so much money in our bank accounts that we could change this reality. How good would it be, Heather? Fuck yes, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But- do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Change, start looking at a different schooling system where there's more awareness. Mm-hmm. You know. You know the poor kids. The, they're so stressed. The kids yeah. down here in Torquay, they are. Their parents are upper middle upper middle class, so they're. You know they're 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 pushing it with their debt gearing, and the kids are stressed. They've got to do really well at school, and all they do these exams, and you know what are exams? What is the schooling system now? Is just. Um, learn this repeat it it doesn't give you you know school for me didn't give me anything that helped so i i went to imperial college and did pure maths which i loved but it gave me nothing uh, that was tangible that i could use to make money mm. you know yeah um, so i've rambled there heather no i'm being a legend in my old lunchbox again <laughs> i love it I love it. I love it. I think it's so brilliant. And yeah, yeah, this piece, and it's so amazing. Like we we just had this um, call, uh, I guess it was maybe a couple weeks ago now with Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, that we're just sort of calling, everybody's calling the contribution call. Um, I don't know if you heard that call, Joe, but it, it was... Yeah, so Gary just like actually asking for contributions and yeah. um and and but really opening up this conversation and I know a lot of people have been looking at it and playing with it, really opening up this like the conversation and the possibility that when we are contributing, that is how it's like for me I've been looking at it's like it's a way of almost like activating or receiving. Because yeah. contribution is this simultaneity of gifting and receiving it is so a two-way street you know and so as we create you know use money to expand people's worlds and to change the world and to expand this reality and create new realities um if we're asking every day what contribution can i be to consciousness what contribution can i be to other people what how can i use money to to change the world um It's going, like, there's this energy that gets created there that actually is the creation of wealth. And financial wealth, yeah, as well as this wealth that we're talking about here of just the wealth of your life, the wealth of your being, the wealth of your, what you be in the world that is a gift that is so beyond money and includes money and can include money and is, you know, you get to have a lot more fun when you have money. (laughs) Well, Um, it's a money system. In the last hundred years, I mean, I I have a healthy distaste for money, to be honest with you, but it's, but we live in a system where money controls everything right now. And, um, 
And it's changing because we had the financial crisis where all the bankers took a massive punt on having a good bonus and nearly blew it for everyone. And the central banks have printed more money. And it's changing because once you create more of something, it's worthless. So money is becoming worth less and less as they print more of it. And the system's changing. We're adapting. But, you know, right now, Money is money. Money is the way that everything works, and in 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 the reality that that is here on planet Earth. But yeah. I guarantee you, it's going to change. But why not yeah. manipulate, understand, and manipulate the money system, monetary system for your own gain? So then you can prepare for whatever's going to change, or 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 you know, become a, uh, yeah. and then use it for your advantage. You know. Totally. Well, and the, yeah. and you know, I know Gary talks about this too. And this is actually in the. I've been playing a lot with the How to Become Money workbook, which is just such a brilliant. I mean, it's it really like it takes money and it, it actually um, well, it just sort of like allows us to let go of all of our definitions of money, yeah. so that we actually be money. We be this space of receiving. We be this space of abundance and creation and knowing that we can create anything and they he talks in that book about how you know secure like money doesn't create security you know because and we have such a lie and a you know myth and a fantasy that if we have money we have security but the thing that actually creates security well there is no such thing as security but um our capacity to create is what allows us to have that sense of always being able to have what it is that we require because money is going to change. You know, it's like amassing cash is, you know, it's only, it's only means wealth or, you know, it's only valuable as long as cash is valuable. And that can, you know, we've seen in the history of, of, of money that that can change overnight, you know, and, but your capacity to create, and to yeah. be money and to be the wealth of creation and being and receiving, um, that's something that is well, that's, undying, yeah. you know? Well, that's how awareness and money actually interact. So we started off talking about a few tools about how to make money with credit cards. We talked about awareness. But mm-hmm. that's how awareness and money interact. Because if you all know, when you actually have $100,000 in your bank account, you don't actually have a hundred thousand dollars in your bank account. It's a cell in a spreadsheet saying a hundred thousand, and and um, you know the bank. I hope if you know that once you give a bank ten grand, they they have a savings ratio, so they can lend out twenty times your money. So they're creating money. So what you need to do is and and also the fact that in the UK, um, if you we they I think they only they only guarantee thirty the bank the. The Bank of England only guarantees thirty-five thousand. So if it was shit was to hit the fan, you had a hundred thousand pounds in your bank account, you would only get thirty-five thousand back, which mm-hmm. is tiny. Mm-hmm. And so you need to get money working for you. You need to get it out. That's why mm-hmm. you need to look for like remember I talked about looking for for assets yielding over LIBOR. You need to get it out and working for you. And once you find that, once you start to have money, it, it, like you start to, it's like having an employee. So a hundred thousand dollars for me is like an employee. So it's like having another human being working for you. So you get out, you go like put a deposit on a flat that's worth a million dollars and it's Mm. working for you. Then you come back to that in a couple of years and you're like, oh my God, it's gone up 50%. And it's like this employee that you paid nothing to has been working for you. You get the money working for you, you know, get into into assets that are outside the system, into property or whatever, or into into the stock market if you've got some good perception of what's going to go up and what's going to go down. 
Yeah, and, I love that. An employee that you're not paying that's working yeah. for you, that's paying yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because once you get money attracts money, which, and, you know, that's this whole thing about high society. You know, they get all the special tips. But money, I, I've noticed energetically, money attracts more money. It really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this yeah. whole thing, I, I just wanted to bring in a little bit thing about, so with human nature, so with human nature and sort of stock market, it's with speculation. Because when you're looking to make money, you're looking for assets that are yielding over your cost of capital, which you're speculating. And mm. humans have two things. Uh, they buy at the top and they sell at the bottom because they're greedy and then they panic. So every and you, everything in economics, everything in this world is sort of seven-year cycles. Seven mm. years is a kind of a number in nature that appears everywhere seven mm-hmm. rings on a on a tree and you know and what happens is everything is normally cycles so with with the way that humans borrow money and they lend it that they uh, everything is a seven-year cycle so if you look at like the stock market right now it's we've had this euphoria it's gone up for seven years at least and it's probably going to go down so you look at um i just want people to change their perception you don't look at buying stocks now you look at ones that are expensive and shorting them so there's a way in which you can sell i just want people's perceptions of things to change you can sell stocks short and they go down and they make you money but it's 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 combining that speculation with the cycle don't get involved in like buying at the top and selling at the bottom, which most people do. It'll make you poor. You know, most of the clever investors, they wait until they, they don't over lever with the debt. They stay in a cash position. They wait until everything's distressed. Then they borrow money and they buy mm. the cycle. Wow. And they only use debt, you know, like they only use debt for a short period. They speculate for three years, then they get rid of it. They don't overgear. You know, most people overgear at the top of the cycle. You know, my house has gone up 50%, so I'm going to buy five more, and then they become bankrupt, you know, yeah. margin call. Yeah. So yeah. just bear in mind with that awareness that we have, like the Native Americans always talk about like cycles, and they live very closely to the the cycles of the earth, the, the, yeah. the way in which we have seasons. It's natural. It's the way the earth moves, and it's it's in the stock market as well. It's in, it's in, it's in speculation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, try and gauge where we are in the cycle and and play the cycle which yeah. you're probably going to go against everyone else when everyone else is buying you're going to be selling yeah. when everyone else is selling you're going to be buying that's brilliant so just that's a little brilliant. tip there heather you know i love it this is so <laughs> awesome i could talk to you yeah. forever we're just about to end um is there anywhere that people can find you or get in touch with you or just Facebook or Facebook's good, yeah. Okay, yeah. Joe Robinson and I tagged him on my on the Creating Beyond Reality page on my page, and um, uh, I'm also actually going to be offering some private sessions, the money sessions, um, going through the How to Become Money Excellent. Workbook with people privately, and um, really just changing this, changing this. So um, that'll be coming out very very soon. I don't have any links to share at the moment, but watch in the next day or two. Um, thank you, Joe, so much for thank being you. here. You are brilliant. I'm super yeah. grateful for you. This is a total Thank you, journey. Heather. And I recommend everyone take a session with Heather. She has a beautiful connection with nature, if anything. Ah, uh, so, thank which you. Which nature is money. And yes, please do. You're awesome. Thank you, Heather. <laughs> take care. Thanks, Bye, everybody. Bye. 
you for joining us today for Creating Beyond Reality. Make sure to join Heather Nichols again next Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another adventure into the brilliance of you. Have an amazing week of possibility and creation. 